The Live Radio Project was our last best hope for news. A self-contained podcast two hours long, located in neutral territory. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads, community members and developers. A shining beacon in space, all alone on a Tuesday night. It was the dawn of the third chapter of Elite. The year's space legs came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Ladian stations. The year is 3307. The name of the place? Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 351 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Sophia, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, uh, otherwise known as Colin Ford. And joining me, well, we're not in the Orange Sidewinder Bar at this moment, but we'll come on to that. But joining me, we have um, our Head of Health and Safety, Ben Moss Woodward, otherwise known as Commander Ayla Weiss. Yeah, as Colin said, we're not in we're not around the bar. We're actually searching for or possibly even inside of Colin's crevasse. Hmm. Okay. Yes, this is obviously going to be a painful uh episode for me. Uh we also have our staff liaison officer, Commander Psychit. I didn't go. And I'm eternally grateful. You're welcome. <laughs> we also, rounding out the whole lot, we have our Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shan. Hello, this is episode 351, The Search for Collins Crack. <sighs> Dear. Also joining us, flying around with us, we do have the Chris Mark Four. Hello. Uh, hello. And uh, also on tech with us uh, today, we have uh, Commander Ventura. Hello. Um, anyway, um, you can join us live. You can fly all the way out to where we are in open if you wish. Um, but it is a long trip. It's about 3,000 light years. Um, so if you can't join us in game, you're always welcome to go to the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through liveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat or go to twitch.tv slash radio or go to Live Radio on YouTube or Live Radio on Facebook. Yes, we're everywhere so we'll just quickly go around the team and uh, see how they've been for the last week so we'll start with commander shan oh lots of adult things again this week in real life so 
won't talk about them because they're boring. Um, in game, I have been demonstrating how trustworthy I really am and how pleasurable it is to fly on Shan's fleet carrier because all the people who joined the fleet carrier are now in the required destination. And it didn't cost them anything at all. So I think you lot all owe me an apology for thinking I am mean and horrible and nasty. I did donate some uh, tritium to you so you could do the trip. Well, thank you, Colin. But you did. what ship did you turn up in and why? Uh, oh, uh, a hauler. <laughs> Uh, I am I am my A team hauler called Pity the Fool. <laughs> the only problem is is that due to I don't know for some reason Discord not being nice, uh, not playing nice with uh, Elite. When we record this show, for, I've got to switch Elite off, otherwise I don't hear any of you, which could be a blessed relief. But why did you bring a hauler, Colin? Was it something about not trusting it remaining intact for long or something? Um, it's something along the lines of, you know, if I lose it, I won't miss it. And, and Ben, your ship was intact, wasn't it? After being AFK right next to my My Corvette ship was intact hours. until I, I showed any signs of life, at which point my ship was promptly without shields and missing a windscreen. But the flies in space are really tough, you know. They could just smash your mm. windscreen just like that. But I did. I did make it, and I did go AFK because um, I suddenly had to do some actual real work. Um, so I think I think the main reason why you've left me live so far is you know some of the things that I want to do once we manage to find a hole deep enough for me to jump into. I'm I'm just a humble transport. So yeah, we we are in search of the big hole, Colin's hole. We are well, yeah, in search See, of Colin's crack. See, we don't need psychic smart. We can do it perfectly well without her help. I don't write the smart. I just read the smart. <laughs> yeah, we 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 had quite a few submissions this week, didn't we? Some that you've not even seen, Ben. Some that you've not even yes, seen. Yes, I'm aware of this. It, it's, it's just talking about things that because it's it's the first time in ages since I've taken my carrier um, outside the bubble, and uh, it's it's quite interesting trying to navigate now in the. Um, Odyssey star map using the carrier because it's a real pain in the bum to try and get a decent route plotted. So uh, what I ended up doing was um, getting in my exploration ship and then plotting the route to the place where we are and then every 500 light years I'd put a bookmark down and I could have a point for my carrier to follow. Uh, sort of acting like a pathfinder because I, I was finding it quite difficult just to measure the distances and get the right optimum path down. So yeah, it was quite it was quite a um, onerous task really to get out here without a pathfinder. But uh, having the pathfinder bit helped a, helped a great deal. Not sure I could do the route all the way from there to Colonia and the carrier doing it that way. But yeah, so, yeah interesting. Anyway, Ben, don't, didn't you have some development news this week? Well, we're supposed to talk about what we've been up to this week. We spoke what Sham was up to this week. Ben, what have you been up to this week? I was going to say, does it really I'm matter what anyone else has been up to? No, it doesn't. Psychic, we know you've been reading Smut all week, because you told us earlier. I mean, and, I mean and, it does take up the vast majority of my day. Uh, so I, I've, actually, I've, I've been... 
so I've I've been doing adulting things as well. Um, but in game, I learned something which touch wood is getting me solid frames in Odyssey. Um, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But if I I've got a four K monitor that I, I set four K monitor, and I've never really run it in four K. You know, best I've ever done has been maybe 1440p. Um, and I was getting a solid 50, 60 plus FPS in Horizons at that. No, so that was fine. Never really quite hit that in Odyssey. But for some reason, and this makes no sense whatsoever, when I'm at 1080p or at 1440p, I'm 20, 30 FPS if I'm lucky. As soon as I hit 4K, Solid 60 FPS doesn't, and you know, that's what my monitor is hard capped to. So I suspect I'd actually be getting higher if I had a had a better monitor. Makes no so, sense. I don't understand it, but. So do you think the downscaling is I putting extra word on the card? It's weird. It is absolutely bizarre. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's one um, of the things, isn't the downscaling one of the things that people recommend that you utilize that downscaling to? Um, Give you an FPS to make it make it a better experience yeah. for you. I've done that. Um, exactly. That's. I was it, like, okay, that's I'm not running insane. at fourteen forty. I'll take myself down to ten eighty p. Well, okay. I'm getting an extra two fps. Yay! Yeah. I never thought of. I wonder what will happen if I just you know utilize my monitor at full full potential. So and now I'm on. Yeah, I'm in Odyssey at four k. It looks beautiful. I get. I'm even getting fairly solid FPSs at bases and things like that, though obviously we're nowhere near there just now. Um, it makes no sense. Uh, I'm doing all the other stuff that people have suggested, like, uh, I can't remember what they were now, but turn turn things on, turn things off. Um, let me. I did get a PM about it, but, oh, you can Google it. It's, it's a well-known thing that apparently I didn't know. <laughs> but So that's that's been that. Um, I've been playing Rec Room with my son instead of Roblox, uh, which doesn't really make me feel any less of a Peter whenever any of these people try talking to me. Uh, right. But it makes it makes a change from uh, makes a change from playing uh, Roblox at least. Um, I just hope that nobody will just take that one sentence. You just said out of context. Oh dear. I'm, I'm sorry, but any adult who is playing Roblox without an excuse. <laughs> yes. I, I, I would have an immediate worries about. Um, yeah, just a quick thing. Yeah. In, in, uh, Paul Archer wins the Man Math of the Day Award. Okay. Uh, Paul Paul is saying, I'm hearing Paul, you have to get a 4K monitor just for patience. <laughs> I heard of it. I like this idea. Yeah, this is uh, I think it's just running at native mono native resolutions. So if you have a 1080 monitor and it's doing that, then yes, you might spoiling be it. No, it only works Sorry. in 4K. It only, doesn't works, it, Paul? Okay. It only works in 4K. Yeah, only my, works my in mistake. 4K. Um, and if you don't get a 4K monitor, you won't get good frame rates well, in You know it's you know what? If you're getting, if I'm getting 60 FPS in 4K, maybe I'll get 120 FPS in 8K. You'll get broke with 8K because those monitors <laughs> are about three grand. 
I th- it's still a good idea, though. I like this idea. Uh, if only I had a graphics card that could handle a 4K. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Colin. Just the 4K monitor. Well, that's what Frontier should do. They should, they should get David Braben to say, we have solved the performance problems. You need to spend seven, £700 on a 4K monitor. Oh, so how much they are? Decent ones. Um, I, got, I got mine secondhand, so it's only, you know, um, it was decent in its time and it's now less so. Yeah, as I said, it's for example, it's locked at sixty FPS, which you is fun get, for me. But you, know. you can get okay ones for three hundred quid ish. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave that alone because Obviously, basically, it's problems. Yes. Um, Psychic, what have you been up to for the last week then? I have been playing the heck out of the. I was playing the heck out of the Lemnis Gate Beater, mm. um, which is just phenomenal. Um, was a really, really, really good game. Highly recommend um, checking it out. It's it's um, going to be available now. The beat is over, and I'm I'm really missing it. I've barely played any elite, but I did paint a fence, or that might have been the week before. But we did um, we did more garden ex- escapades over the weekend, trying to starting getting that set up. But we've been painting fences and all those sort of like adult things. Adult things. Oh, I that's know, right? Scary. Adult yeah. things in the garden. Not like that, Shan. Put your mind back out of the gutter. Um, but yeah, really enjoying, um, really enjoying like making the most of like our new patio and all of that stuff. And then it started raining, so huzzah! It's supposed to get better again. We're going to have another heat wave in um, August, and then we can make the most of it again. But are we supposed to have another heat wave in August? Apparently so. Oh, right. Um, well, <laughs> the Spanish plume, apparently, it's, it's called or something. The Spanish plume? Oh, fair enough. Keeps on thinking of a Norwegian blue there for some reason. Um, right. Well, let's see. I have been playing the heck out of Odyssey. Um, and uh, yes, uh, I will just have to come back to that to a later point. Um, can someone else take over for a minute? <laughs> yeah, on point. No problem. Um, so, there's been some development news this week, apparently. There has. There has. We had um, development update two, um, which was, in, um, in my opinion, substantially better than development update one. What do you guys think? Science. It can't have been much worse, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. It was. This was... A lot better than update one, so I think we're going to be covering it in our main topic. So, you know, apart from quick observations, should we just leave it for that? Uh, it was it was interesting, and they again it was in the format of a forum post. So I think that's going to be the format going forward. So I, yeah. I think the uh, I think the idea of having it on a live stream, I think, has been replaced by the forum post, which. Uh, although I like live streams, I think the forum way of doing it is is quite good because you can read the words, then read in between the words, and then read in between the words in between the words. And it's not focusing on like one particular time zone as well. Yeah, we, we all we can no matter what we're doing, we can go okay, yeah, let's just quickly read through a forum post and then come back to it later if we need to, you know. Or, or it, and they sorry, Graham. No, no, go ahead. No, I was, I was about to say the um, yeah, it's quite it was quite meaty. Again, we'll come on to this later, but the uh, 
there's a few things in there that surprised me. I thought, oh, that's good. And there's a few things in there missing. I thought, oh, that's a shame. Um, how about you, Ben? What do you think? Like you, I think there's a bunch of things that I was like, I, you know, I might have wanted it, but I really wasn't expecting them to say anything about it. Um, one thing, though, that was covered in today's Super Cruise news is, if I remember hearing this correctly, and did you catch it, Psychit? That I'm streaming. Uh, I'm sorry, I got oh, the, no. I got some okay. of the information afterwards. I think I got most of it, to be honest. I think I heard Arth saying something about the fact that they they know that we want developers to come on to streams and to say hi and things like that, and they are endeavouring to do that. But obviously, the devs all have real have yeah. real jobs to do too. Yeah, Zach said that last week. Last last week's Super Creative News, not yeah. not today's. Um, norm- yeah, normally they say that um, the in order to do to in order to get a dev to come on, there you look you're looking at losing about a half a day development time because there's normally about four hours or so preparation in addition to the actual hour long interview as well. So you know what that is, don't you, Colin? You know what that is, don't you, Colin? Go on, then, Jan. Because when they 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 say on the on the uh, in, in the building, does anyone want to come on the live stream this week? And then all of a sudden, the devs just hide, and then takes them four hours playing hide and seek. <laughs> and and the first de- and the dev that doesn't hide very well gets to go on the stream. <laughs> everyone that else is takes, really bad at hiding. Everyone takes one step back, and there's this one poor sod who forgot to take a step back. Oh, well volunteered, Dav again. <laughs> what's the time, Mr. Wolf? Mm-hmm. Are you are you with a statue game? You know where you just have to freeze when the person <laughs> turns around. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe it's like party games. Pin the tail on the Braven or something. You know. <laughs> so uh, generally, everybody's really happy with the uh, development update too. Then. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to cover it more later, but mm-hmm. you know, the the, the two seconds take off. Yeah, happy. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll obviously go into this in a great more detail later. Um, now, kind of going back to where I was, um, the reason that we are in the place that we are is because I died in in one of these canyons. Um, and although I did say it was, it fell like seven k. It turns out it's probably not as high as I thought, but never mind. Seven meters. <laughs> However, um, just to point out that um, I think everybody found it quite amusing that um, basically I was looking around for plants to scan. I didn't see a cliff coming and I plummeted down at least a kilometer. And as you can imagine, boom happened to my poor, badly damaged SRV when it collapsed. Which, of course, meant that I lost 8 million in exploration data, at least that in plant scanning data, and also my SRV. So I've had to fly to the next uh, waypoint to Colonia without an SRV, which kind of makes it a little bit boring, really. Mm. Um, So, yes, um, and now uh, Ben has now decided to call this Colin's Crevice, because basically that's where I died. Seems fair to me. So, should we should we try and do a live reenactment? So, like just like prittling along, looking for flowers. Is that right? Near enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's funnily long. enough, it was those those red shaped, red shaped erection things yeah. that were you you there. Do you have any? We oh, did I run out there? There we go. That's just some more live reenacting. <laughs> um, do you have any idea on which direction you actually were heading off in? Uh, no, that was the problem. Okay. I had no idea. And I imagine that the direction was some way kind of towards the uh, closer to the center of the planet. Um, down, down. Possible? Possible. yeah, down. down. <laughs> yes, it it was something like that. So uh, feel free. I think you're heading in the right di- kind okay. of direction so, there. So let, let's go and maybe there's some flowers over here. Do you think that sounds about right? Yeah, something like that. And you'll see yeah. you're you're suffering from the same amount of damage I had I did already. Okay, okay. it's like just a crime watch reconstruction. It is we're, actually. We're just, like, yeah. we're just scooting along. Everything's happy here. Yeah, we're all good. And Except- I'm like. Oh my god, suddenly, where's the ground gone? Yeah, I think you're heading the wrong direction there, Ben. Is this is this right? Yeah. Uh, no, you've just done a complete 360. There, there we go. Keep on that bearing, and uh, yeah, hopefully you'll um, you'll be flying soon enough. Um. Um. <laughs> I'm just uh, turning myself around, so I'm back to about 50 degrees again. About that. Okay, this 100 is, degrees. This is looking extremely familiar. Yep, there we go. I think I'm. I think I can hear a Shan. Oh no, so I can hear somebody shooting me. I, I I thought it was a Shan, but Whoa. apparently it's not. Boing. Oh, do we have something over here? Do we? Yeah, th- this is you, die. This is you. Um, is this what we're looking for, Colin? Well, there. Yes. Yeah. Should we go over here? It's a bit hard to see in the dark, actually. Well, that's why I've gone and turned my night vision on. It is quite high. I agree mm-hmm. with that. There we go. Wee! Oh no, am I gonna roll? Maybe. <laughs> I don't think we've got exactly the right point, but never mind. Fantastic radio, this, by the way. Um, I know. For this, the, is, this is awesome radio. <laughs> for those of you who are looking, uh, who are listening at the moment, Ben is flying through the air and plummeting quite quickly. Actually, I think it's a bit further down as well. Never mind. So, um,. What has been somebody's shooting me. Someone is shooting you? No, who yeah. would that be? So I see, you're falling down a cliff, and your hull is diminishing, and your instinctive reaction is Shannon shooting at me. No, I saw my shields getting pinged. Oh, you mean by, like that? By somebody with their their shields, with their weapons out. Oh, dear. There they are. There they are. <laughs> yeah, so I wonder how that could have happened. Yeah, the sympathy that um, people get around here is, is unbelievable. Mm. Um, but I do actually want to try. I want to try a couple of experiments out, actually, in all in all seriousness, while we're so, so, around um, here. I have to say, Ben, you, that was actually a quite a gentle descent. That wasn't the descent I had. <laughs> <laughs> That's because so Ben was, can drive an SUV. That's because Ben can drive an SUV, Colin. I mean, I'm sure Alec would have come down here and had like a 97 percent hull. Plus, done several back backflips whilst he was sort of driving around just to show off. Um, there is that, yes. I do actually want to try something. If Shan can land near me, I want to try and jump onto his SRV, go up a bit, and then jump out and jump off his ship in my suit. And I want to see how that how how well, well that works. We'll have to do that on a flatter area. Mm. Yeah, because okay. it, it's going to be hard to to um, to land the uh, the Corvette round where you are. So, um, let's have a look at what else has been happening with the in-game uh, events. Well, 
uh, last Wednesday, the Federation was threatened by further succession um, as more um, systems have uh, are beginning to break away, or are at least thinking about breaking away. Um, as far as the CG is concerned, the Free Moralist candidate has won the election, um, and it started off a new CG to help you uh, set up um, the Far God megaships. Now, uh, I don't know about this one because the Far God cult is a bit of a, a whole lot of religious nut jobs, in my humble opinion. Um, so, if you if you want to help them, I suppose it's money in the bank. Um, on Friday, a new onion head variant reached the market. And that was brought out by um, the Como crew from uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, coming back round. Is this the Indian onion head variant? The Indian onion head variant. Variant does seem to be the most popular word this year. What Are you, you think? sure it's not the alligator variant? <laughs> alligator variant, best variant ever. Exactly. I was, that's exactly where I was going to go. What with COVID, what with Loki, variants are in fashion today. Um, on Monday, the Federation um, has managed to sabotage any further independence, mostly due to the very surveillance network that people are getting angry about. Slight, slightly ironic there. And finally, the big news today was that Aegis is being investigated after the megaship loss with mass resignations happening throughout the organisation. Um, there are theories that... Um, Salvation is a rogue Aegis operator. Um, that might be uh, quite an interesting one. Um, so, guys, I just wanted to quickly have your opinion. Um, how do you think the, the background storylines are planning out at the moment? Nuts. Nuts. It's nuts. It's but we've not heard anything. Like I'm gonna, I will wax lyrical about the Far God Court until um, until you guys get completely sick of me. But. Um, We've not heard from the Fargo cult for years. And then suddenly this hugely r religiously talk speak group of, from, from the things, speaking of like um, being rescued and they're, they're being um, worshipping these um, Thargoids um, as the Fargo cult. And then also having something in the game calling itself salvation is incredibly fishy to me. Weird. I, I just think That's... I just think there is a connection there, um, and I'm expecting to see that develop further. And I'm I could not be more thrilled. I must admit that connection hadn't even occurred to me, and and now I yes. Hmm. It's Food super tinfoily. It's super yep. tinfoily. There's no denying that. But um, there are there were sort of like parallels and um i think the 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 news suggesting that they are an aegis member is trying to throw the actual storyline off the senate and it being a bit of a twist later on i see ben i was just gonna say i've i've noticed something and i don't know how long this has been going on for but the aegis story that was announced today came up for me on a completely different site. Because usually I get my Garnet news by going to community.elitedangerous.com and everything's orange and black and driven by some kind of XML thing, I think. 
Whereas this came up with lovely graphics and everything like that, but missing all the nice, shiny, here's all the date information. Um, but I've noticed within the past half hour, this story has actually made it onto the other sites as well. But I never knew that Frontier actually have at least two sites for their Galnet News, it looks like. Yeah, Galnet News appears uh, both in the community section, that community site that you're on about, and also yeah. as the main news on the website. ed.com, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was just, that was news for me. Ah, Psychic, back to you. They've started doing like little graphics for it as well on on their socials. Um, Elite have they did a special one for ages today, saying that they're under investigation. Oh no, wait, hang on. There's something in the code. Something in the code. What? Yeah, there's a they didn't they did a graphic for it, and I've just happened to look at it, and something pops up halfway through. Don't don't keep. They, they, this they, has been so- investigated after megaship loss. Yeah, ages under investigation for missing megaship. Let me. Um... Interesting. Yeah, there's breaking, there's something there's here. something hidden in it, and and I'm sure Canon already have already gone. Yeah, there's nothing there, but I just saw it flash up on on Twitter. I got, I got a message saying you you know, dear Ben, you need to renew your cookies, uh, which could also be to do with Canon, to be frank. Possibly. <laughs> Fair enough. That that's that's weird. Possibly. Oh no! It just says how can it's just how can they save you when they cannot even save save themselves over and over again? I've just managed to to pause it on the right spot, but I didn't even see that when I saw that earlier. But they're doing like special graphics for it on their socials, which I think is a really nice oh, tie-in as well. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. So there, are, someone seems to have uh, infiltrated the the Aegis logo there. Then sounds nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's salvation. <laughs> The, the, the challenge, the challenge they've got with all these threads of stories is pulling them together to form something compelling and coherent. So, if we're if they're expecting a payoff, a one big payoff, they've got an awful lot of writing and plot twisting to do to get there. If they're going to finish, if they're going to finish off one story, and if you like, allow the threads to carry on into subsequent episodes and stories it's an easier job for them to bring it together i think i don't think they're going to bring it together in one big finale so to speak i think you'll you'll have each of these are different plot threads that individuals can uh can carry on with i don't think it needs to be you know everything has to be interconnected with everything else it's a really big it's a big galaxy so it it would be remiss for there to be one story where everything all joins up together at a nice little head. I'd like to see them sort of intertwining with each other. I think it's really cool, but I don't think it would be hugely necessary. But then nice. why well why introduce the story threads now if you're if you're not going to pay them off fairly soonish? Why not have different story threads appear? more consecutively i don't know i'm just trying i'm just trying to think of of how it's going to fit together and how it's going to work out and i just know the more complex the story the harder it is to knit together and keep people interested there's a lot of go go ahead no you go ahead Um. there's a lot of um stuff pointing towards obviously there's a huge amount of stuff pointing towards um at the moment the thing that 
I know I know I'm hoping for I know um we've spoken about it on the show a lot of times um is the on foot Thargoid combat um side of things so I think they're gonna start tr- this is their um their way of trickling that interest um and we'll get we'll get some more Thargoid conflict zones we'll get the Far God Court getting involved and then perchance there might be an option for us to fight on the side of the Thargoids at some point with the fact that the Far God Court is coming more into it. I know um, it's been something that's been asked for for quite some time is are we going to ever have an opportunity to fight on the side of the Thargoids and that kind it's kind of pointing a tiny bit maybe in that direction. I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's an interesting thought, but I, like I said, I don't see the the uh, the constant plot lines at the moment about you know um, systems separating from the Federation or um, the ongoing plot line with the NMLA. I don't. They don't have to basically cross reference at all. They can just be carrying on as they are. Um, right. I think we'll have to go to the the highlight of the week. Not your destruction. Score At the alert. bottom of a seven meter comp. In the bi weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your arms. In the bi weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your arms. Welcome back. Well, the big store alert this week is, how would you like your guns to look like a zebra? (laughs) The new Huntsman style for kinetic armaments. Uh, The kinetic armament pistol has been released. And yeah, it it basically looks like a, well, skin zebra, to be honest. So, uh, yes. Does that appeal to anybody? (laughs) Oh, I don't know about you, darling, but I want my. I'm waiting for my leopard skin one. Your leopard skin one, right? Um, I thought we should save one. You know, the puppy Dalmatian puppy one that needs to be saved for Shan. Are you implying my command like Cruella Deville? Implying? No, I would never imply. We just know you are. If you watch the Cruella film, you see, you see, she's entirely more sympathetic character than what Disney have made out. So she's misunderstood. Is Cruella Oh, misunderstood again. Uh, so just like um, Maleficent is all of a sudden a good person. I, I some of the some of the weapon skins do look quite good, but then I kind of have to. I always ask myself, well, who's going to see them? Are they going to make me want to go into preview camera and think, oh, I've got a nice weapon? Time to comment on a whole load of um, weapons. Yes, the. <clears throat> The poetry that we have been receiving. <laughs> I think that's 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 the subtlest way I can put that, isn't it? Right. I <laughs> I think we will take a short ad break, uh, and we will come back with our main discussion for this evening. Want to tour the frontier? 
Travel with Colmac Reeve and our new fleet of passenger Starliners. We've opened up the universe for a range of budgets. Option one, luxury. My husband and I like to travel in comfort. The new luxury cabins were like a home away from home. After all, one's home is a castle. Option two, first class. We'd saved up a bit for a really special trip. The first class cabins were like nothing we've travelled in before. Really luxurious. Option three, travel cabin. We won a trip with Cormac Reeves' monthly lotto. A travel cabin for two on a Starliner around the solar system. Once in a lifetime for us, simply amazing. Option four, basic accommodation. Me and my mates just wanted to hitch around the universe. It's so great that we have the option of getting a really cheap cabin to see the sights. It saved us loads. And for the budget conscious and slaves, we have our cheapest option yet. Well, I needed it. And we won't sell any of those frozen passengers into slavery. I promise. Colmac Reeves All Budget Tours. Seeing the galaxy from luxury to freezing tubes. suffer from problems with incontinence. If you do, then our pee pads are for you! Yes, Commander, your very own pee pad while you're out there exploring in the universe. Then you can go whenever you feel the need. No need for a toilet pesking back there and then having to wonder how do they deal with the poop? No, you just go in the pad and discard it at your local station. Let them worry about the physics of disposing of sewage in space. That's not your problem, Commander. Ah... <sighs> Natural remedies have always been some of the galaxy's finest, so when we discovered a wholly natural way of slimming down and reducing your appetite, we had to share it with everyone. Harnessing the amazing powers of our native parasitic life, we've solved an age-old problem. Vegas Slimweed has been used by settlers of the region for decades with undeniable results and significant health benefits. If you think that Vegas Slimweed could be the solution you're looking for, speak to your doctor today. Travelling with Vegas Slimweed ingested may constitute smuggling. Please check before your journey and declare yourself at customs for an internal search. Failure to digest does not constitute grounds for reimbursement. Side effects may include but are not limited to increased blood pressure and heart rate, insomnia, nervousness, blurred vision, restlessness or headache. Some forms of parasite may cause stomach side effects like constipation, dry mouth, nausea or vomiting. A small sample of patients exhibit full body paralysis, catatonic state and internal hemorrhaging. Parasite must be purged before pupation, else death will occur. And welcome back. Well, obviously, um, with the announcement of um, Update 6, which is due, as they keep on saying, at some point this week, um, we thought we'd actually go through uh, what they've announced there and see whether or not it's um, um, a good thing, so to speak. Um, at the moment, Ben, what are you trying to do <laughs> with with Shan? I hate, I hate to, um, to ask, well to be honest. I'm trying to mount Shan at the moment, if we're being honest. Excuse me? Yeah, I, I thought that. I, I, I'm trying to climb on top of Shan. Okay, I've got a section for that later. Just, and I'm just sitting here taking it. Okay. This, you this did is... ask. Yeah, um, I, I guess I did. Uh, so, let's have a quick roundup of what they have announced about development in development update 2. Well, the first thing that um, they've announced is that um, as I open up 
the important link. Um, going through the items from the issue tracker, they have said that um, lighting and illumination will be um, addressed major issues in Odyssey. Um, the, the degraded terrain textures, which are in Horizons, uh, will be uh, significantly improved. And um, the big one was FPS performance in Odyssey. We will see improvements and optimizations, but they still say that significant work, work is still underway to improve this further. Now, these are the, you know, the big three that everybody is uh well they were expecting that weren't they it's sort of the ongoing fixes to to basically especially the the frames per second are you wanting a comment other than yes colin <laughs> well shan's got something to say um yeah i I mean, it's a good start, um, but as we've discovered earlier in the show, the cure to FPS is to buy a 4K monitor. So we, we've kind of fixed that one, so you can have that one for three months here. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm sort of slightly encouraged by what the, the planetary tech or the planetary rendering improvements. Um, there's a slight fly in the ointment in that, in that people are still saying there are these repeated patterns that jump out at you when you look at the planet as a whole. So you feel like reskinning is really good, but the underlying tech still needs work to prevent these um, reskinning. The other thing I think, and when um, you said about most people were looking for these, yeah, I think it probably were, but I think probably the elephant in the room at the moment is the grind and the whole suit mechanic upgrade thing, which unfortunately doesn't look as though it's going to be addressed in this so what uh, we were talking about last week about how onerous the task of gathering materials and stuff and how it encourages cheesing it doesn't look to be in this update which i can't put as a shame but maybe they'll revisit that a bit later on don't know well they, they do have a, a history of that i mean ironically i went back and, and listened to um an episode of Lave Radio, I think a couple of weeks after Horizons had originally come out. No, actually, I think it's a couple of months, actually. So it was halfway between Horizons being launched and the engineers coming along. And to tell you the truth, we had exactly the same complaints. What's the point? Why is the... Uh, where's the... Gr this is just grind. Where's the gameplay? It's exactly well, you the same thing. Well, you thought they'd learn the lesson after after all the criticism and uh, having to change it. You, you'd think they would have said, well, actually, we know the, the player base don't like this sort of game mechanic. Let's not do it this time round. You know, I, I don't know. No, but the point I was trying to make is that they have improved that grind so that basically they've removed yeah, but why not just, things. Why not, why not just do it without putting people off? Why does it need putting people off the game? To make them do something why can't they just learn from what they you know what wasn't popular or good last time anyway sorry well i, I mean I, can i can i see oh, if I get what shan's saying yeah, i think shan's kind of suggesting why why haven't they learned from their mistakes is that right shan yeah because if you, if you i remember back at the engineer grind and how they had to people didn't like the roulette spinning wheel of fortune and the onerous material requirements and there was a lot of us and a lot of feedback and that took months and months and months to sort that out of people giving negative feedback and, dis and disappointment in it for them to change it 
So having gone through all that pain once, why necessitate going through that pain again? I don't quite understand that. My point that um, I'm trying to, to make it uh, is that they learned their lesson last time round and that further changes came along. I think it's in this case, it's, they, they say, right, okay, that's where we'll start with and then we'll refine the grind at a later point depending on the feedback we get. And at the moment, I think that the feedback is telling them something. Um, Psyche, uh, uh, oh, go on. Just quickly and then we'll bring Psyche in. No, I was going to say, like, I'm, maybe I'm being grumpy and stuff like that, but they, they haven't learned the lesson because it doesn't. T- it only takes you 10 minutes to look at the requirements and run through admission and think, oh, my God, this is going to take forever. It doesn't need months and months and months, just a couple of hours playthrough, and you see it. So, anyway, sorry, I'll let Psyche do her bit. Psyche? Like um, I, I was um, back to commenting on the... Um, I saw, I, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm sorry who, who it was that tweeted saying, um, yes, but it's still very obvious that everything is duplicated on those planets. I'm really sorry, but I've looked at those planets and I, I'm really struggling to find the repeating patterns on the new planets. I think they look beautiful. Um, I, I, I really like um, these, this planet art that they've released i think it looks absolutely stunning the other thing that i would say in response to what shan said about the elephant in the room being the grind just don't do the grind for now wait for them to balance it let the people who are really i know people who are really enjoying that grind and i think it's mental um i think it is going to get balanced um i'd much rather have them focus on the optimization and getting the console um, lads into play so that we can get bigger story points and bigger things and then let them continue the balancing that they started at the beginning of the year or at the end of last year, whenever it was. Um, balancing while while it's a pain in the ass to go around with a, um, uh, a grade three suit with only one upgrade on it. I'm not breaking any balls trying to get all of the upgrades and I'm certainly not doing any sort of relogging techniques. Yeah, I mean it's the grinds there really for the power players, aren't they? Because they want to have the top level stuff. And um I'm still on the same grade one and grade two level suits. Yeah. I'm not I'm not missing it. Don't don't get me wrong, I would re- as I said last last week, I'd really like um a super a super badass sniper rifle and a a maverick suit that makes no noise and I can just go in and obliterate a base and it's like I've never been there. Um, But I am not going to break my back doing it and I'm not going to sit there and relive a Jameson's crash site um, relog situation. No, no tar, no thank you. Ben, do you want to come in? I think I literally did go, came in. I kind of just went through Shan's ship, to be honest. Oh dear. Yeah, that was interesting. Try again. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, you guys know I hate grind. I hate the engineering. Even before Frontier went off and put it in, why the hell we need it? I don't understand. It's a load of BS. I would far rather just be able to go up and say, "Hey, up, mate, can I get a silencer, please? Thank you very much. That'll do nicely." Going through this engineering is a load of bullshit. I don't see the point of it. I don't like it. But I accept that's the game we've got and it ain't going to change. 
So if I want to get on that, if I want to do anything with it, then I have to accept it. Did you do ship engineering, have... Ben? Do you do any ship not, engineering? Not, not willingly. Okay. You see, um, I love ship engineering. No, ship engineering can suck my big hairy ones too. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that's my feeling on engineering in general. Um, I would far rather be a... Yeah, I love customization. I love the ability to chip and change what I'm doing on my thing. But I would rather be able to, as I said, buy a silencer or buy a different scope for my weapon or buy a Guardian frameshift booster for credits or pay an engineer 100 million credits to get them to give me an extra 5% jump, super jump range or something like that. Going through the entire grind of it and random chances of it and, oh, jeez, I hate it. Well, first of all, the random chances went. Yeah, but I, I, the, the whole needing to go through the grind and getting all the materials is it's such a load of BS mechanics, in my opinion. And, you know, thank you very much. I gave up doing that kind of grind back in 2002, playing World of Warcraft, when I also thought it was bullshit. <laughs> but then so, you just yeah. swap, you're just swapping one grind for another because you've still got to grind out those credits if you want to, you know, get that Yeah, upgrade. I can get credits in a bajillion different ways, one of which, if I, if, you know, one of which I'll find fun. There's only one way I can go and get certain... I don't know. I'm trying to think of engineering engineering things. Yeah. There's only one way I can get a certain kind of flower, and that's by going to somewhere I hate, and that's it. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I don't see the point of it. It's an old mechanic. It was a load of BS. Then it's a load of BS now. Can I suggest we have this as a main topic for another week to talk about engineering and game progression in general? Because well, we could have had that back in 2000. We could have had well, no, not not really because well, not really because engineering has changed a bit. But one thing we yeah, have not changed the fundamental things behind it. They're still making you grind materials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, so... that's what they want for it. You know, it ain't going to change. So we just have to accept it. I mean, I, personally, I think the only thing we well, should have been able to personally, the only thing we should have been an engineer was frameship drives. Anything else destroyed the balance of the game. In my well, opinion. well, yeah, I think uh, it's funny that because I was talking, I was listening to the Loose Screws podcast uh, that they were touching on this very much, and like you, Shan, I think we discussed this before. Actually, engineering oh, yeah. needed to stay the same with one exception, and that's the power plant. If they, do, if you're not allowed to engineer the power plant, then yeah. basically yeah. that would force you to really yeah. think about your build. Because very cleverly, the power plant was the limiting factor in ship builds in yeah. the olden days. Because it's what distinguished what is apart from poor jump range, but it's what differentiated a conflict a combat ship from multi purpose ship from a trader was that the combat ship always had a greater power usage but also a smaller power plant. So you could either have a glass cannon or you could have a tank. You couldn't have both. As soon as you allow the power plant to be engineered, all of a sudden, like for the answers, you can have both. And that kind of makes the game more about gear than it does about combat skill. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that is something, believe it or not, listeners, both me and Shan agree with. Wow. Just let, I'll just let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> but anyway, update six. 
I think they're moving yes. in the. I think they're moving in the right direction. And um, things like increasing module storage mm-hmm. was a welcome change because I'm very nearly at my limit for module okay. storage, and that's and that's with me pruning stuff down a couple of weeks ago. So increased module storage, I think. I, I like that idea. Ah, but that's coming in future updates. It's not coming with update six. Oh, okay. Sorry, I misread that then. Mm, yeah. I mean, in update six, one of the main things, I mean, the planetary color improvements. I'm, I'm with you, Psyche. I mean, I know that they do repeat some geography, uh, depending on the planet. But so far, I haven't seen much on the new planets. Now, yeah. I think most that most of the time, this repeating geography, you'll see on the old Horizons planets. And I think that's got more people annoyed because of the the issue that the horizon planets feel a lot worse than they used to be so the example the example on the tweet was the the top right the icy looking planet on the second slide um that they showed us and saying this is still clearly um uh, this is still clearly uh, a duplicated planet and i I, I sat there and I went through it with a really, really fine tooth comb. And let me um, pull this. I I found like three sections that could be slightly similar or could be perceived to be slightly similar. But it wasn't it wasn't like perfect or anything. And it's um, I, I don't know. It feels like it's um, we're. We're trying you, to do you feel, maybe a little bit too hard. Does that yeah, make sense? Blown out of proportion, you mean? Yeah, like people like I'm. I'm. I'm really sorry to who it was that who it was that I saw with the tweet with it, but I mm. I genuinely I was like having to look at it, and I was like, oh, maybe these three could potentially be really similar to each other, but I, it didn't feel like that much of an issue. That being said, flying around it might be entirely different. Well. It's funny you should mention that because, I mean, I've been, um, as everybody is no doubt sick of hearing, I've been doing a lot of the the new uh, planet uh, plant scanning. And so far, when I have landed, it, one of the main complaints that I, I've heard about all this is, oh, all the terrain will look the same. You'll see the same view again and again. You don't. Uh, I've been on an awful lot of planets and I haven't seen them yet. Do, do you think that the people who are saying it's the same repeating patterns, because they've mentally got it in their head, there's a pattern, mm-hmm. they see the pattern. I'm yeah. just wondering if you showed the people the image for the first time, whether they would notice it or not, because they're not maybe not expecting to see a pattern. So I'm just I, wondering if there's an expectation in the people's minds that there's a yeah. pattern, so therefore I'll find it. I don't know. I think we'll see what like, comes out. Little Big Yim brings up something um, in chat saying, doesn't the human brain naturally try to find patterns? And he right, we we do have a habit of trying to find patterns, trying to see faces and things. So it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that people are like, oh, like the, the this post specifically said, oh, it's quite it's still quite obviously. And lots of people were like liking it and agreeing with it, but it wasn't something that I could see it. Um, yeah. But fair play, um, if they can still see it. Uh, one thing, Colin, you, mm-hmm. you, you're, when you fell into your crack <laughs> earlier in the week, um, yes. it's 
true, isn't it, that you lost all your codex data and stuff like yes. that as well? I'm not that... trying to rub it in, but I, I thought that wasn't possible. I thought an SRV destruction no. or even player death, you didn't no. lose all your codex entries and stuff like that. I lost everything. Um, and when my commander um, shoved off the mortal coil, um, she lost basically all the codex entries, um, lost all the plant data, lost all the... Um, cartographics everything so basically i had i mean i was about a third of the way from one colonia waypoint to another so and i've been stopping at every every place where there was a i found a biological uh with more than two types so i've been down on a lot of planets did a lot of scanning and so you can imagine i lost quite a lot i think that's worthwhile opening a support call for that colin because i I believe I remember reading that wasn't supposed to happen. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it it's a valid punishment because yeah, I was stupid. I didn't watch where I was going, and I I fell a, a long, long way. Um, and ship yeah. destruction, I can understand because all your data is in the ship. When the ship goes boom, the data goes boom. But when you because if you destroy your SRV mm. in Horizons, you don't lose your uh, cartographic data, do you? You just lose your SRB and you appear back in your ship. Yeah, I'm beginning to think that actually it's in the suit. <laughs> the way that this makes sense to me is that all your cartographic data is actually stored in your suit. And once that suit goes, or once the person holding that suit goes, that's it. It's lost. But, but, but the death mechanic says critical injury, and it implies you wake up back in hospital or wherever you're going to go. So it implies someone gets your body back somewhere. Or is it like in, um, or are, is, you, are you like a clone in the back, like Snoke <laughs> or something? You're like Snoke and you just awake. Um, uh, listen, the, the, I think we'll, we'll go with the Austin Powers approach when he talks about time, ta uh, time travel as far as the death mechanics is concerned. I'm not worried about it that much. And neither should you be. Well, I think it's I think it's worthwhile opening a ticket though, because for explorers out in the black, um, if they run out of oxygen off the ship, if their SRV blows up, that's potentially a huge deal. Because if they've been used to Horizons mechanic, where if your SRV blows up or you lose your SRV, you just appear back in your ship and you can just get a new one and start again. That's a potentially big impact to explorers if that's now changed. Um, well, okay. So basically, the, we need clarification about this then. Yeah, hence, hence, I think, opening a ticket to find out whether that was supposed to happen. Right, I mean, fine. The best, best case is they go, yeah, it's supposed to happen, tough luck. That's the worst case. But best case, they say, well, actually, it's supposed to, have, you know, it's supposed to happen. We'll reimburse you with some of the stuff. I don't know. Because well, I have done that, but I think we do owe it to people to get clarification because, as I said, it's a potential big impact for explorers. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, for my in my case, I just thought, well, that's what I should. That's what I'm expecting. Um. Anyway, going back to the the new planetary surface improvements. Um, do you think this is getting closer and closer to what we saw in? Um, at LaveCon one week, one year, because some of those planetary surface details are looking well. Obviously, hopefully, when we've got the uh, the frame rate up, I mean they are looking quite stunning. They are, but they also said that the 
things we saw at LiveCon was a, a mock-up. No, there was there was one which was basically a mock-up of what their target was. And there are other things where they got SRVs where you could see through, you know, the reflections on the ice and things like that. And do you think it's getting closer? Potentially. I think, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to get my hopes up until we actually see it. Mm. Yeah. Um, we would, you know, it's still certainly that the the ice planet or the ice planet where I think as it's sorry, it's called icy cyan on foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty, but I was expecting more sparkle and shininess, possibly you know, more reflections from the ice and things like that based on those images, and we're not seeing that here. But it does look nice. We're getting the ground, we're getting the stuff on the ground. We just have to wait and see. And I don't want to be negative, Mm -hmm. but I want to see if the screenshots that we can find and take match the screenshots the Frontier can find and take. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is, I think... Um, an understandable knock-on from the way that uh, Odyssey has been released. Buy a 4K monitor and they'll look perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think to the um, the dirty ice, the the earthy, gritty ice worlds that they looked at? I mean, it's certainly better than the beige plague that we had to deal with. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I love all the different variations that we're getting. Um, like off in today's stream, that that the that yellow planet looks amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, fine. It basically, it does look as if it's um, someone has frozen some. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you it want to drive like around on a planet like of frozen people? For me. Yeah, I think it looks like a mustard ball. Really, it just looks like frozen pee pee to me. Okay. <laughs> and you've had experience in looking at that, if you, Colin. <laughs> Don't eat the yellow snow. Yeah. Oh, look, there's an entire planet of it. Colin's after 11 snow cone. <laughs> I think yeah. we just need to... I like that red one, actually, in the middle. You know, that red one, middle, bottom is nice. And the red one looks red like... One. The red one looks like a Babylon 5 planet. And it does, the, actually, yeah. And the top left one looks like a Star Trek planet. Is, is that in the in the first page? Yeah. The one yeah. we're looking at on screen the at the black, moment. The black, the black and red one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And um, to tell you the truth, the, on the next page, basically the two orange ones, they look very much like Pluto. So, is, yeah. Is it Pluto blue? Or is it just only in the books? It's only in the books. But it, Pluto's it's, not a planet anyway, is it? So, you know. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Poor Pluto. Um I like that. Yeah, I do like that bottom left one, actually. That is pretty. Um, I think a lot of these actually look really nice. So, you know, we need to see what they come up, come up and see. Like, I hope they look like this IRL on Wednesday or Thursday, whenever it comes out. Mm-hmm. So the images we're seeing, are these landable planets? Are they some part of them are reskinned non-landables? We will find out. <laughs> when they come into the galaxy, um, well, so. it's, it's icy, rocky. So I guess it depends on how dense the atmosphere is, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Effectively. Um, yeah. So you know, if you've got a not point 
was it 0.09 atmosphere, then yes, you'll be able to land on it. If not, well, you'll have to look at it from afar. Anyway, moving on. Um, The next thing that they uh, announced that was coming in in Upgrade 6 was the camera suite. Now, um, obviously, um, a a few weeks ago, Sally... Pardon? This will make a few people happy. Yes, it will. Uh, A few weeks ago, Sally took some uh, focused feedback thread uh, about the camera suite and basically they've gone and reworked it a bit. On the surface, they've reduced blackout intersections for the majority of the scenarios. However, under the hood, they've implemented a whole new collision detecting system, which allows you to move the camera freely around a settlement or social space and avoid bumping into those problem blackout spots. So um, I, I, I guess that the Burr Pit are really excited about this as is uh, Turgeon and, and all the others who are fantastic at coming together with a camera suite. <laughs> Your ship's being a low rider, Ben. But Shan's ship is being a low rider on my screen at the moment. It's just like, you know, like, you know in oh, Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas where CJ gets in and is like, you know, move the car according to the rhythm. That's what Shan's ship is doing on my screen. Like the top of his convert. I'm, I'm not actually moving it at all. It's yeah, but the, the top, the top of your your ship is moving up and down by about five meters for me. And whenever I basically land on you, that's happening to me. So even if I'm sitting still, I'm bouncing off. I'll blame 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 my crew. I'm in the presidential suite of my Corvette. Yeah, your crew's so. having a party down in the bilges. <laughs> oh dear. So this is coming the end of the week, they say. Yes, this this will be coming. Yeah, in in this update. So it's uh, probably Thursday to coincide with the server tick, maybe. They're saying well, maybe not. Maybe not. It all depends on when it, everything is marks as uh, tested. Now, the one final thing which I thought was quite interesting is that they're adding rocket troops for. Um, to stop those people turning up in SRVs and wiping out um, everybody. What do, you, what do you think to this? I think it's fantastic. Uh, didn't we miss one out, Colin? Are you going to come on to that about the anti-aircraft turrets? Yeah, that's in the future updates. We're going to come on to that in a minute. Yeah. It's not this, the, the anti-aircraft, this is actually coming out in update six. The rocket troops. Shan is failing at reading the word future updates, meaning <laughs> after. I'm just, I, I, just, I just live an expectation I know it's exciting, of what it is. It's, yeah, I, I don't know, rocket troops, I, I suppose so, but I never really went wading in with SRVs anyway, because uh, it just, I don't know. It, you should try it, it's so much fun. Well, it, it is, is conflict, conflict zones are easy enough without needing to go with SRVs, so I don't know. See, when I'm oh, thinking no. rocket troops, I'm thinking like, oh, you know those horrible, horrible, horrible um, stormtroopers that we had in episode nine who sort of like catapulted off the back of a bike, jumped up on their jetpacks and then shot down ro- um, rockets at the guys. Yeah. That's, what I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And I hate that. I, yeah, I hated that in Star Wars. But I know that's not what we're going to get. No. Yeah, Bitstorm, think it on my level. 
Bitstorm said that it reminds me of Command and Conquer rocket troops. <laughs> yeah, actually, it does. But I will say one thing. Um, when you're actually in an SRV and you can see a lot of, um, say, scavengers at a, somewhere where you've got to restore power, um, the fact that you're in an SRV is not the actual firepower of your uh, your um, SRV that gives you the advantage. It's its range. Because um, if you've got about um, a kilometre range with, with the SRV. You've only got about 100 or so metres with the with um, your hand weapon. So basically, you can if, you, if all 10 of them come running at you, the chances are you'll be able to pick off nine of them. And if you just keep on backing away, then you'll be able to finish off a lot of them. You don't get anything for killing um, people on the ground in your SRV. That doesn't appear on your uh, mercenary tab. Which no, it suppose, yes, which I suppose is all right. But it, the SRV is a massive advantage against troops as long as you keep her uh, away at range. How do you feel that could affect combat balance? Because we, we talked we talked about before, you know, about the so-called sphere of combat and ships mm. and vehicles and stuff like that. I think they have to be quite care- careful with balance because what you don't want is is the whole point of bringing SRVs being completely rendered useless, i.e. you don't do it because it's no fun, you're not going to last very long or anything like that. Mm. What you want is you want them to be sufficiently powerful enough to, if you hang around too long, you're going to get blown up, but not so damaging like three rockets in your toast. Ironically, I think it, I think it is about three or four rockets, and you will, you are toast if it's like the rockets that you, the other players can use. Psychic. I got obliterated today in an SRV, but with a by a Goliath, absolutely obliterated. And then when I got out of the SRV and ran away because the SRV was dying, it still shot its torpedoes at me, and I died. So, um, yeah, yeah, heck, more. Um, more rockets, please. Let's make life even easier. No, it's the best thing for me with uh, with an SLV is um, just driving into the um, into the wherever you're going to destroy folks. Not even in a conflict zone, but just like say you're doing a settlement raid, which is something that I've been doing quite often because it's a lot of fun. Um, driving into that and being able to see where everybody is because of the range that your SLV has. And then it's like, okay, well, I know where they, they are now. I can get out and I can go and shoot them. That, that's, a, that's a lot of fun. What is it about settlement raids? All of a sudden, I've gone from a law-abiding, law-abiding, I have not broken the law at all in space. But you say, oh, no, go kill the code in this place. Oh, I'm up for it. <laughs> uh, ben, what's this about the Goliath? I actually think Psychic raises a very good point there. Why add anything new to the game? We already have something that is a good counter to a Scarab. More Goliaths. More more, more uh, skimmers and things like that. But Team Goliaths into conflict zones. Yeah. <laughs> um, Watch the bodies fly. <laughs> well, that would work on ships as well, because Goliath, I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. most ships are quite mean, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, to, to be honest, I think the idea of having rocket troopers does make sense, especially in an, in um, mob, in military bases. Yeah. But Goliaths are there for a reason. They have been there for a reason since Horizons. They deal very happily with 
anything that we can throw at them. And and this is just another thing that I would adore to see further down the line. Mm. I'd love to go into, like, say, I don't know, a command building or even a mobile hotspot and be able to take control of a skimmer. Because skimmers are meant to be, they're meant to have human pilots just remote control, uh, remote controlling them, aren't they? Yeah, it's supposed to be drone. It's supposed to be yeah. either in AI mode or in drone mode. So, yeah, that might be something we could come back to. Actually, we we, we could come back to it in the not too near future. I do apologise. I think a Kentucky Fried Chicken is repeating on me. <clears throat> anyway, um, yes. So overall, update six. Definitely looking forward uh, sorry, to it personally. Sorry, oh, Colin, I, was, I was going to say about the, the drone, um, sorry, the rocket troopers. I hope they're subject to the normal rules of troops. So, i.e., we don't see rocket troopers with infinite rockets. Rocket troopers doing what? With infinite rockets. Oh, right. I see what you mean. Yes. Yeah, I mean, only have limited ammo. Yeah, that, that is something that we, we hope they'll stick to. But then again, <laughs> the NPCs don't seem to run out of batteries, do they? Have you ever seen an NPC run out of ammo? I don't think I have, no. No. Yeah, that's that's something. Food for thought, anyway. Right, so overall, um, looking forward to update six then? Huzzah, yeah. Yep, okay. So, uh, thumbs up for that. Now, the other part of the development update, which um, we were hoping to get to, um, is they highlighted future updates. Now, they didn't say that these are all the future updates they're getting. They, these are just the ones which they wanted to announce for this. Um, so, the first off that they've said is four-player multi-crew. This means that four commanders will be able to board a single ship together for the first time. Uh, with a certain number of ships being equipped with a fourth cockpit seat, um, including several commander favourites. I take it they mean by ships. What ships do you reckon should uh, should have that fourth seat then? Well, obviously the big three. Mm-hmm. Psychic? Yeah, big three. Probably. Mm. So when we, on the beta, oh, oh. when we had the, when the, when we had the, um, the Alpha, sorry. Um, the Adders had four seats, didn't they? they? They did, yes. So why not everyone? Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> so, you get four no, seats big, and you get four seats. Big three. I'd like to see, I'd like to see a crate. I'd like to see a crate phantom have one. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd like to see the crate phantom with it. I think they could squeeze in two extra seats on that phantom. Yeah. Um, obviously, Probably the uh, Python T10. Well, that's, no. a big, that's one of the big ones, isn't it? So, and any ship that can carry a fighter bay. Oh, no, there is a good point. Yeah, no, I thought the big three was always the Anaconda, the Corvette, and the Cutter. Yeah, but the uh, big there's three also has Type 10 as well. Turned into a big, big few now. Sorry, the, the, the passenger ships they need to have multiple crew, don't they? Really, because you can't oh. fit four people in a passenger ship, you know. I know this isn't going to happen, but what I would love to be able to buy would be a drop bay, for sake of argument. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. And then let me carry six or eight people, even. Oh, <laughs> I like that idea, Ben. I could get you all on my dropship bay and just drop you off. I, w- I would love that. Yeah, the problem is where we'd be dropped off. Like in a Anywhere you're 
Anywhere you like. I've just yeah, proved that my carrier has delivered you all safely to a system 3,000 light years away with no mischief, no harm, no stress. You just without a ship or anything um, else, we're just going to dump you there. I'll be nice to Shan. I'll be nice to Shan next However, week just to when we all get back home safely. <laughs> but he did um, get us here in one piece, so thank you very much, Sense. Yes, you've got. Um, you, what we do is we're we're VR, giving you, you your gratitude, so but you're having um, half of it in advance and half of it when VR. the job's done. Not, <laughs> not, I, I am to in the top one percent. Absolutely, to get VR carrier pilots. Um, right. Well, anyway, should we move on to more more future update things? We got that. Um, yes. Okay, well, um, obviously, <laughs> this is not really appropriate for you, Ben, but um, new Odyssey engineers in Colonia. Um, He's still my beating heart. Yeah, but I, th I think it's fair to say that Colonia will need them. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yep, that's nice and easy. Get that one out of the way. Now, here's a big one. Air defence turrets in conflict zones. And they've said, we recognise balancing is required between on-foot commanders and ships entering combat zones. As such, further defence turrets will be added to conflict zones with associated on-foot gameplay. Right. As I, as I said earlier, I, let me control turrets. Let me control skimmers. Give me, uh, as Shan said as well, give us points of operation which we can control, use them, and then just like in Battlefield or whatever it is, if someone finds you sitting there driving a drone that you're not aware of your immediate surroundings, they can cap you. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Shan? Yeah, I was going to say, it's something we have been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And it weeks. is. Yes. Um, this need for secondary objectives. And I kind of hope it's what Ben says, you know, you can sneak up on someone manning the, manning the systems and cap them, and then, you know, you can then take over the system. I hope it's that mechanic. Um, what I hope it's not is it, it's like uh, a secondary capture point. We all have to stand in the circle and wait for the circle to turn green. Um, I, don't yeah. know, I, I, I am surprised it wasn't in at the start, to be fair. Um, but at least we're getting it. Yeah, I, I think it's one of these things where um, uh, we've thought, yeah, it'll be fine to begin with, and then it's been glaringly obvious that all you have to do to win a conflict zone is just someone turn up on a ship, fire off some splashing dumbfire missiles. That's it. Job done. And, um, yeah, they're going to need to to make that kind of gameplay a lot more difficult. Admittedly, as long as there are human players on the opposing side. But, um, yeah, I must admit, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what do you think of Psykit? Is that right up your... Um... It's... I, I think so. I think so. I'd like to see how it plays out. Um, I'm I'm much the same. I will remain I will remain optimistic with it. Um, there was we we did a little while ago, and I haven't gone back to it because the frame rate was absolutely dire when I did it, Kelsey But um, I flew out with a Corvette to a plan. I'm sure I've mentioned it before. Flew out with a Corvette to a planetary conflict zone and started taking the vultures out of the sky as they were dropping down. Oh, nice. And um, 
there were a couple of human players on the ground as well, losing their mind as I was slamming um, vultures into the ground, just boosting into them with my Corvette, not getting any damage. And that was so much fun. If that can become a legitimate gameplay um gameplay mechanic that'd be really that'd be re that'd be really nice that'd be like that'd be something that i would be more than willing to get into and if there were like on the on the ground and air defense turrets that are trying to shoot at me as well fair play play to them because i felt invincible up there yeah yeah, I mean, I think that's. Um, I mean, no wonder those players were losing their mind. I'd, I'd be a bit going, "Oh, what's the point?" <laughs> it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It, it, it's, it makes it like, it makes it so much more chaotic. And I think mm. cha chaos is a really good thing. If we've learned anything this year, chaos is great. Um, Jan, I'm just being told off by Ben. I've been completely innocent. Um, Anyway, yeah, it's, it's interesting because, I, again, I go back to what I said earlier, a, a play test, they would have thought, well, surely people are just going to sit here with gunfire missiles and dominate the conflict zone. It's such an obvious thing to do and such an obvious way of countering it. I, I don't understand why it wasn't in the game earlier, but hey, I, I, at least it's in there reasonably quickly. Okay, well, moving on from that, one of the things that they have said is that increased module storage capacity and booknot numbers will be arriving in the near future. This has been a much requested feature. Um, I take it everybody's on board with this one. Oh my god, so happy! Yeah, so happy. Still want I still want greys, and or especially greys actually, but some way of identifying this thing. What you picked up can be used for this without having to dive onto an ARA. Yeah, um, yeah I, would, I would like that, and I would have preferred bookmarks like we had back in 1994 or something like that, when we were able to actually make our own bookmarks folders and not rely on the ones that they think that, hey, you want this as a bookmarks folder, because no, I chuffing well don't. <laughs> I'm actually okay with the way that we've got the bookmarks at the moment, but I guess I must be in a minute. Oh, I tried to use bookmarks in Odyssey today, and oh my goodness, mate, it's it's my my kids could do better with Crayola crayons than than that. It, it needs to overhaul. Maybe it's the way that I you know I'd have done book. I do bookmarks like I have lots of like distant worlds one bookmarks, and they're all that's all my everything I did in DW one, and then distant worlds two, and that's my route for DW two. And then I've got the Jaunt to Jack's stuff as its own set of bookmarks. And then I've you got know stuff for community goals or things like that. You know what would be cool is if you could rearrange your bookmarks actually in Windows Explorer or something like that. So you treat them like favorites <laughs> in, a in a browser. And you can just yeah, make your own folder. Yeah. Because then, then, I, then I could then I could copy one of my bookmarks, mail it to you, and then you could paste it into your bookmarks folder, and then we share the same bookmarks. Hmm. Just yeah, I mean it would be ugh. so so many ways it could be done better, but yeah, this is more more is good too though. Yeah, um, I mean personally, I think the bookmarks that we've got at the moment are actually an improvement over the old ones, but like I said. I guess I'm in a minority with that one. Um, what do you think about the Apex redirect? 
just being able to tell the taxi to either turn around or go to a different place when you're halfway through. Yeah, that's it's great. Good, it's a good thing that I wasn't expecting. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm kind of in two minds for that because uh, I think you should, if you book an Apex shuttle to the wrong place, it's tough. You should either forfeit your, your fee. Yeah, just because <laughs> if I book a taxi and like, oh, it'll take me to the stations, and I'm halfway through and they go, actually, I don't want to go to the station, I want to go to the bus stop. They're not going to say, oh, okay, here's your money back for the two miles we did for the the station. No, they just, no, they'll go off and say, that's not a problem, mate. And you've, you know, the taxi is ticking down and then you then turn right and drive another couple of miles in that direction. It gets added onto your journey. Yeah, I I don't think you should get your fees refunded at all for Apex. I think, yeah, they should just say, tough luck. You booked them, you pay. They never said anything about a refund. Yeah, it's just a redirect. I don't know where it's either. No. Anyway, I must admit, I've become a bit of a fan of the Apex Taxi because basically um, for some missions, I just want my commander to go there. Uh, I I can't be bothered flying. I I can go off and do something uh, in the, you know, (laughs) get a couple of um, dad things out of the way. Oh, by the way, (laughs) the fact that you said, oh, you've got to learn from your mistakes is such a dad thing to say, Jan. Am I wrong? Well, if you don't learn from your mistakes, you know, you're just going to be bad forever, aren't you? (laughs) Um, Psych it. Get good. I'd go one further than Mm -hmm. um, just being able to, yes, absolutely. I'd love to be able to um, turn turn a taxi around. I think that's a great idea, please. I still wouldn't be charged for it, obviously. Um, I will quite happily be charged for the full length of the journey if I literally help into Super Cruise and go, actually, no, it's 30k. I'm not doing that. Turn around. I'll pay. I'll pay the full amount. It's not a problem, but just turn around and come back. Um... What I would also like on top of that is an option to um, go, oh, shit, I didn't mean to click launch. Can you stop the launch just for a second? That'd be great, rather than an emergency relog. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be lovely. If they can turn around an apex, they can let me cancel my launch. <laughs> I, think, I think you should just be trapped. I think you should trapped on the apex. So if you book an apex the wrong place, you can't cancel it. You once you're on, you have to sit on a train. You, you go off at the. If you don't go off at your right station, you have to sit on the train until you it gets. You can get off station. at the next stop. And yeah, but you can with the apex. You just have to get off where it's going. Or well, you, you can steer. A, you can steer an apex in a different direction. The analogy is invalid because you're not stuck on a track. In an yes. apex, you can change direction. Even even if you're it was a bus instead of a thing, you know it's a private, it's a private form of public transport or an individual form of public transport that is catering to your needs, not mass transit. No, I'd be I'd be the opposite. Tough. You tell me where to go. You're going there. Tough. <laughs> like I said, that is such a sham thing, isn't Somebody it? But he carries weapons, and you're like, no, you're going these thirty k. No, I will hold my pistol to your head and go, are you sure about that, love? Right. Uh, And finally, the one thing that I'm excited about is they've said mission feature extensions. And they've said we're expanding the mission features of an Odyssey with the aim to increase mission diversity and also, and this is the important bit, create stronger links between the in-cockpit and the on-foot game. 
Now, obviously, they haven't gone into specifics, but it's as if they were listening to me whinge last week. <laughs> because this is the one thing that I've had with Odyssey is the fact that the two halves of the game do not feel as joined up as they could be. And like the analogy with the Star Wars game, they always said, you always have one bit of space combat in the adventure, you always have one bit on foot, you always have this section, you have that section in order to make it a full adventure. And I think that's, yeah, I'm hoping, hoping that they've got that um, sorted. I mean, what kind of things do you think they should add? I mean, I think just pirate attacks... um, to or from uh you know one of these places can help oh do you sort of mean that you have to help the security forces to shoot you know basically based on the siege mechanic yeah that kind of thing you could sort of base it with if it's a uh, a sister i mean i would love the you know the, the conflict zones to have enemy ships above them as well yeah not, not just from- vultures but you know yeah loads of different ships um, or do you think when I talk about different mission types means that instead of having to get, I don't know, settlement plans, you need to get bedroom plans, or you know, it'll just be yeah, the same mission but just a different item? No, because we're thinking of ways that they would be tying in <laughs> ship gameplay with planet side gameplay, aren't we? Yeah, maybe sort of. For instance, you've got to go and rescue. Uh, some people from, uh, you know, like a hostage rescue from another from another ship, and then you rescue those hostages and then take them to a planetary base where they can be, um, I don't know. So, I'm, I mean, I'm only spitballing here. It's a sort of fix fix Ben's canopy after it mysteriously breaks. <laughs> oh dear, has that been an unfortunate accident again? How well, no, I just. No, well, exactly. So, you know, in this mission, you'd, you'd say, oh, dear, my canopy has got cracked. I've got no idea how it happened. Shan, can you come and help me? And I go, yes, Ben, I'll do it for you for free. And there we go, you see. Yeah. The only problem with these kind of gameplay is, whilst I think they're great ideas, mm-hmm. they do kind of rely on having ship interiors, really. Or at the very least, you know, how would we repair them? Am I jumping up on top of Shan, or rather, is Shan jumping up on top of my ship with a a welding torch or something like that? To, I don't. To I, I don't think it's it's going to be those kind of mechanics at all because they haven't got. I don't anything. think it's going to be those mechanics either. But I'm just yeah, I'm they haven't got any infrastructure would, in there to support it. No. Um, what I guess I'm sort of thinking is we need you to fly to this place and you know scoop up this thing in your srv then you want to somehow you know maybe need to i don't know open open up a garage door Mm -hmm. to get your srv inside to pick up something to drive it onto your ship or something like that or yeah things like that or along something along the lines of maybe there's a at one of the guardian bases there is a garage door that you've got to open it and then you can dock your ship in it Maybe maybe what we could do is like break into someone's ship and go around the corridors, turning oh. off systems and Yes, uh, oh, okay, ha ha ha. We know we're not getting that. We know we're not getting that. You're just being facetious now. I'm being mischievous. Yes. 
Right. Okay. Well, overall, is this the kind of communication that we were hoping for in the last um, developer update? Because I know that I'm a lot, I'm feeling a lot more reassured by this kind of communication than I was by last time. I think so, because on Super Cruise News, didn't they clarify some of the points they made in the post? They did. So I think the having the forum post and then the clarification stream afterwards, that's mm-hmm. a definitely a better way of going about it, I think, than just having a live stream where if you blink and you miss it. So being able to read it through and then have clarifications the afternoon after you know, it comes out, I think is, is a better move. Mm. Yeah. Um, ben, are you feeling um, more confident about Elite's future at the moment? I'm I'm definitely feeling more confident about how things are going. I still question some of the original design decisions, but we all. <laughs> yeah, but you know, end of the day, I have to accept this is what we got, um, and then it's a case of do I enjoy what we've got? Well, mostly yes, I do. I enjoy running around the bases, shooting people, or seeking people, sneaking at people. You know, that's that's a lot of fun. I love the frontline solution stuff. I love the fact that I could just keep jumping into a vulture, get dropped off, kill a bunch of folks, back to the base, jump in a vulture, kill a bunch of folks. You know, I love that. That's great gameplay. It's a lot of fun. Um, there yeah. is a, there's a lot of things in there that I like. It's just it, it was. There's some things that yeah. Yeah, and I know what I know what you're saying. It, it's especially with all the the stuff about the ship ship interiors, but yeah, right. Psychit, last word to you. Um, so there's a couple of things. The um, the the yes, the information that we've got is great. The clarification on today's Super Cruise news was um, really concise and really well done and really, really well put together. They get they gave the information um, that we needed to hear on that. And that's great. Um, The one thing that I will say is that when update six comes, it needs to um, really we need to see a marked improvement on um, optimization. And we need to see the the specifically the POIs coming back. Yeah, that was one of the, the things. Like, like, yeah, if that doesn't happen, then that is going to be a huge nail in the coffin. If we don't get those two things, mm-hmm. that will that will be a, it's going to be really difficult to recover from something that we are that's like base level that we're that we're expecting. We, I want to be able to complete all of the missions that I can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like I said that the the uh, the fact that they they've said that yes, there will be improvements in in update six, but they know they've still got a way to go. Implies that it would be like the other ones. Each update I've had, I've had about an extra two or three frames yeah. per update. So where as update, you know, when it was initially launched, all I could really do was basically the plant exploration stuff, which was fine because I, I actually enjoyed doing it. But if I went to any of the bases, the frame rate would jo- just drop to a point. It was no point doing it. And every update since, 
I've had just that little bit of improvement, a little bit of improvement more until actually, ironically, the last NVIDIA driver update actually made everything except the most complex planetary bases uh, accessible. So, you know, I'm I'm now at a, a point where I'm sort of like able to access 90% of the game without a significant frame drop. So, fingers crossed. I'm super um, hopeful. I'm super, super hopeful. Of course I am, but um, I, I have a real concern. I want to be able to complete complete a mission where I, let's say I have to assassinate a lad and um, that lad catches wind of it and then buggers off. Wherever I go, he, there ain't no POI for that lad. And when, when you're trying to, um, trying to BGS, makes it kind of difficult if that you, you physically are unable to complete your Odyssey missions. Mm. Understandable. Shan, quickly. I was going to say, Ben has got himself stuck in your crack, Colin, and the other people are trying to rescue him, but I think they should lead him down there to learn from his mistakes. I think rescuing him doesn't actually help him be a better pilot, so I think you should lead him there, alone, in your crack. Geronimo. But yes, I do agree with what Psychic said, going back on topic. I'm just, I'm just dismayed your friends are coming to rescue you. This isn't like lay radio at all. We're supposed to laugh at people and point fingers and go, ha ha. Shan, this is just you. We do try explaining this to you, but it, it doesn't seem to catch. Exactly, x Leave him as a warning for the next hapless commander. Exactly. <laughs> and, Co- and Colin is thinking, oh, thank goodness I'm not in there at the moment. It's all gone quiet, Colin. You there? Have we lost Colin? Yeah, we have. I was thinking we might that Colin might be thinking, oh no, my internet has suddenly gone out and I can't give a suitable retort to this madness. Shan's trying to shoot me with his lasers. I mean, you had it coming, Ben. <laughs> Shan did shoot me with his lasers. <laughs> oh, I saw this little figure leap up into the air in front of my Corvette. So come on, you can't have got it coming, did I? Yeah. And it's like consciousness, clay, clay Ben shooting is what it is. <laughs> I was like, hang on, I can just jump from Nephilius' ship onto Shams. That would be fun. Right. Um, are we taking the... Uh, we've lost Colin, so are we... I, I, think we should, I, I think we've kind of... We should do Community Corner and whatnot next. I, I think we've, we've covered everything in that, so... Yeah, should we move on to Community Corner? Absolutely. Um, so let me down there, there. Um, okay, so I assume we, we all know, uh, Matt Westhorpe and things like that. Uh, he's, you know, great, you know, lovely guy, great friend of the show. Um, and he's, we're going to do this quite quickly because we've got a lot of other things to cover, but he basically wrote a really great article on his blog as well as on the forums, basically explaining how, Odyssey has, and the gameplay inside of it has reignited his love for for Elite. Uh, he's loving doing all these criminal missions and all that kind of fun stuff, um, and being a very very naughty boy, uh, working for his his faction, doing on foot missions, and he's loving it basically. Um, Shall we jump over onto mostly clueless? Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we've got uh, an oldie but a goodie from Fozza. If you look at Coriolis Station to dock, look at the right hand, look at your hollow map of it, 
and you'll see a little triangle pointing towards the docking bay. It's so subtle, it's so simple, and everybody misses it. And it's a lovely idea. Only <laughs> after you've requested docking, just to clarify on yes. that. Yes, only after you've asked to dock. Um, and there is a, a second one which is snuck in here, which is when cataloging plants, to find out the distance you need to travel between samples, look up the plants you've just scanned in the codex, and it'll tell you how far you need to travel uh, before the bioscanner will accept the next scan. I never knew that. I did this not sounds... know that. That's amazing. Yep. This sounds like a Colin's back. Yes, I'm back. Um, Virgin Media decided to have a hiccup. <laughs> well, maybe they're trying to go on, uh, going up into space, or at least near the American Carmen line. They <laughs> saved you from hearing about Ben in your crack, though, so it's all good. Yes. On the subject of some... Um, I thought you were on the subject of your crack. <laughs> on the subject of lewd discussions, I do believe you've got a lot of um, um, communication from LCU no fool like one. I got communication from a lot of people, Colin. I'm not going to lie. Um, and, and can I just can I just take a moment to applaud you on that segue? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Congratulations. <laughs> I thought you might appreciate it. Um, I, got quite, I got quite a few limericks. I don't know where the limericks came from, but I enjoy them. I also got a very, a very interesting piece of smut that definitely needs a content warning. Um, oh dear. That, um, that I have saved because he asked me to not to only read it out live, and I'm not even sure whether I can. Yes, you can. From me. Okay. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Before Psychic, we used to be such a mature, educated uh-huh. Uh-huh. show. Did you? Right? Did you really? <laughs> and then, uh, and then now it's turned into sort of some sort of psychic smut half hour or something. Look, look, no, hang on a second, hang on a second. <laughs> Which rose tinted glasses have you got on your face at the moment? <laughs> the other podcasts just ask me constantly. You know, you sound like a depressed physics teacher who can't control his past, his class. Well, and this is a depressed physics teacher who can't control his glass. Uh, listen, uh, I'm not the most optimistic of pers- people, but I'm not that depressed. <laughs> Thank you very much. You'll, oh, you'll, oh, God, what's his name? The next door neighbour in... Um, Friday Night Dinner? Uh, no, I'm thinking... Cartoon show. Um, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's get on with Psychic's Bits. Yes. So yes. this is this is psych smutty bits. This is my this is my poetry corner and then very smutty bits right at the end. Certainly. <laughs> this, Off is from you L- go. this one is from LC, you know, Fall Like One. Lots of these are from um are from them. Um there was a young lady from Lave who had an imperial slave. She dressed him in leather and used him for pleasure, ran away from that poor, poor slave did from Lave. <laughs> Hmm. Um, another one from us, you know, four like one. There was a young fellow from Dizo whose de- his dick looked like a chorizo. Oh, man. The ladies from Earth loved the length and the girth. That lucky young fellow from Dizo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Classy <laughs> so far. Set, tone set. This is from Commander Powell Oblivion. Three. I think left- I just. Go on. No, 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 by all means, say whatever you need to say. I just think I, I the, the bar is set so low that I've just stubbed my toe in it. <laughs> Go on from Commander Powell Oblivion then. 
Three lab coaters' texts from Varati drank to excess at a party. They drank all the gin and caused such a din with their singing. Quite dreadful, but hearty. I like that oh, one. That was that, that, I like pleasant. that one. That was quite pleasant, that one. We give that one zero out of ten for smut. <laughs> and now right back on it. <laughs> for mouse, you know, for like one. There was a pilot called Scott. His vessel, too big for the slot. The traffic controller, she yelled and she hollered. At that point, Scott's vessel was shot. <laughs> mm, I wonder what that really implies. I, that. I, I, think, I think we should give this a smut rating for everyone. I'd give that one six out of ten smuts. Six out of ten smuts. Six out of ten. I, I like it. Anyone else? Any more for any more? I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> there was an old man from Pleiades. Who found out that Thargoids were ladies? Oh, no. He sent them dick pics, so they shot him to bits. Now his ship spread from Hyades to Pleiades. Oh, really I, like, I like that one. I like that one. That's really clever. That's so funny. Uh, seven out of seven smuts there, I think. Come on, Ben, yeah. you're the smut I mean, expert. I, I, I'm more into the innuendo rather than the pure smut, so oh, you know, it's only you, saying... I'm not sure yeah. you're going to enjoy the story, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I think I'd have also done, now his ship, his ship spread all the way to Hyades or something like that. Yeah, I think so, well, I, I, think I, I agree. better than Hyades to play, Pleiades, but yeah. I surely we're not doing literary criticism of things. And why not? You know, this might... we are. <laughs> Yep. Next week, I shall only take haikus. <laughs> I hope you're listening, uh, LCU. <laughs> like I said, a haiku is a is a cow higher on the mountain than you. Oh, God. <laughs> Send me haikus. I'm going to really appreciate that. Okay, the, la the last limerick. The last limerick. There okay. was an old lady from Hutton. She wasn't a lamb, more like mutton. When spurned by a man, she whacked with a pan and pressed on the airlock button. That's good. <laughs> I, I give that one. That one I give a thumbs up. <laughs> I believe uh, <laughs> new rating system. A couple more. I have a piece of literature, she says. Did, did, did I not send you one? Did you send me one? I thought I PM'd you one. Oh uh, my god, probably. Ago. Hang on, hang uh, on. I, okay. I, I, yeah. And I thought you got sent a couple of others, but anyway. This is this is com from Commander Edelweiss. Um, <laughs> there once was a commander called Shan, whose actions oh. should get him a ban. He said, I am friendly, just jump in my ship. I now can be found in a can. That's a slanderous, libelous fiction and also wrong as a limerick the, the lines lines three and four didn't rhyme yeah, yeah exactly. and your limerick fail <laughs> and then i i have a pm'd one from lc you know for like one i need to remember to do these <laughs> uh -oh. when, <laughs> when ben drank the lavian brandy other pilots complained he was handy he uh -oh. once got a slap and fell on his back serves him right for getting too randy <laughs> Actually, that's autobiographical, like that, isn't it? I was, I was quite sober at that time. Um, <laughs> can, can, can we just put the question to our dear listeners? 
Um, is this the sort of thing you want to see on lay radio? Yes. Or do you want to be more mature and thoughtful and contemplative? This is uh, uh, if you want mature, give me haikus. So basically, haikus. That, that is <laughs> that is the question for this. The community question is: um, are, are you quite sure? Are you like Shan, and do you just want matures? Oh, well, I think, 18 I think plus. question. I think a better question is: Do you want Psychic Smut Corner to continue, yes. or, do you, or do you think it it should be a special sort of feature of the show once every decade or something? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we'll be doing drabbles next. Uh, <laughs> did you say there was one final one left? Story, yeah. Oh my god, it's the longest story, and oh. um, it's from it's from uh, Yosha. Looking at the time, I know we might have to save it till next week. I think that might be a better. Let's idea. save it for next week. But so yes, yeah, but, it, it's a good one. It's a good one. So next there, there week we've got haikus and stories. Next week, next week we have haikus and special story from Yosha. Get on, get on it, lads! I believe in you. <laughs> oh dear! Right. Any other business? Um, I do believe Ben, you've got something about the oh, lifetime uh, expansion. Pass. I did, yes. Um, so those of us who have the lifetime expansion pass, and I think if you're you haven't converted your lifetime expansion pass over to steam mm. um when as part of odyssey we were meant to get the alpha obviously and i think most people got that although i just heard i got a tweet about somebody who said they didn't even get that uh and we were also meant to get the ost um so i basically i went off and raised a ticket off to frontier and got a very nice message back saying hi commander Thank you very much for getting in touch, and I'm sorry to hear you've not been able to download the OST. This was marked as raised internally and has been marked as fixed. Uh, as you've heard of other lifetime expansion pass holders who still can't download the OST, please encourage them to send us a report, a support ticket so that we can escalate the issue. And the way you do that is by sending by going to customersupport.frontier.co.uk um and the rest of the url it'll be in the show notes if you can't find it from there however i also went off as part of my spreading the message far and wide i did also retweet i'd sent out a tweet with the message um and sally is now on the case saying hey oh, hey, oh darn it i were under the impression it were fixed too uh i don't know why sally suddenly turned yorkshire um and I'm tracking this down personally with some of the A-teamers. So Sally is also on the case, and she's now seen a bunch of other people saying, we need this and we ain't got it, uh, including, I think it was Alan Solo, who said, I've not even gotten Odyssey, and I was a leper. So, yeah, she is hopefully looking into this for us all, because, um, you know, we shouldn't... If everyone who is a lifetime expansion pass person from, from the Kickstarter days has to go via support, that'll be a bit of a pain in the bum for them. And it looks like, fingers crossed, something will get done about it. Excellent. Now, that is good news. Um, right. Now, uh, I, uh, what were we going to have for the question? Is that it, seriously you wanted to, the, the smut section 
do you want it to continue? I just, I just want, I just interesting though, people want, you know, because it, it, it is quite a change to have that docker section towards the end of the show. And, <laughs> and, I, and I know people do listen to the show in their cars as they go to work, as they transport their family around and, and whatnot. So I just want to make sure we get some feedback on it being, it's not the yeah. same, I don't enjoy it, but I think it's a reasonable question to ask. No, I think I think you're right that you know questions need to be asked. I'm for it. I think it's a nice, light-hearted end to the show, and it gives me a laugh. But if 99 out of 100 listeners don't appreciate it, then that tells us something, doesn't it? What they're all boring. <laughs> no, our listeners wow. are boring. Anyway, just a quick public service <laughs> announcement. Um, if you are in the system, board the carrier now because it will be travelling back to the bubble tomorrow so jump back to the carrier in the next five minutes or so because i want to get it moving back right will do right um well i think it's time to give everybody the shout outs so first of all our sister station hutton orbital radio it broadcasts on a thursday at 8 30 you can tune in at twitch.tv hutton orbital truckers or if you just want the audio go to radio.forthemug.com and it is a podcast which you can download separately which i have been reliably informed uh, or reminded of, rather. Um, for those discerning commanders that like a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash elite dangerous CQC. In addition, uh, we should just point out that the Loose Screws podcast do a CQC special on a Tuesday night, which is actually going to be in another three, four hours after the show. Um, so I think it's eight o'clock Eastern time. So, or Eastern or Central. It's one of the two. So those, those strange time zones they use over the other side of the pond. Um, we'll also give shout outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts, which have appeared over the last year. So, Allegrab AM, we've got the Black Sky Legion, uh, Canon Podcast, the Spanish speakers have the Elite Cast, uh, there's the Fatherhood Podcast, the Flight Assist, um, the Guard Frequency, who do other space sims, Loose Screws, Squeaking Fuel, and System Chat. Um, for those of you that want a literary discussion, um, please subscribe to the Data Slate podcast, which is created by our station commander, Alan Stroud. Now, following this, we have the latest Galnet Digest news provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. And we'd just like to thank everybody who has chipped in in the Twitch chat. And, uh, well, there hasn't been any in-game commanders, but I'd like to thank... Uh, not, no, uh, Nephilius has been here. Has he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because he well, was the one who rescued you, wasn't he? Yeah, Nephilius was here. Shan's obviously been about, as, as has Chris. Yes, I was about to about to thank um, the Chris Mark Four for turning up uh, and lending his moral support, even though it's not his turn this week. Um, we'll also thank uh, Commander Tokoso, who created the music for the introduction of the show. And we should also uh, thank... Uh, oh, what's... What's the name of the the guy from Loose Screws who did the uh, uh, the store alert song? Antrax. And J Antrax, yes, J Antrax uh, for the of use, the usual highlight of the week. So um, that's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email info at Live Radio. Hit us up on Facebook.com/slash Live Radio. Tweet us at Live Radio, and you can join the Discord server by going to Discord.io/slash Live Radio.
We also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders like to chat, and you can find that at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Now, do get in touch if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Now, Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 uh, GMT and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So thanks to Shan, thanks to Ben, and thanks to Psykit, and special thanks to today's tech specialist, Commander Ventura. So until now, next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Scientists, Uranus is full of methane gas. I think you're right, though, Colin. What have you done with Shan, and when can we have him back? Galnet News Digest, 27th of July, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Tezro resigns as Aegis faces probe. Still no sign? Off the Scriveners. The man with large balls. It has taken nearly two months, but an inquiry has finally been announced into the still unexplained loss of the Aegis Research megaship on the 3rd of June. Aegis, which the three superpowers had previously insisted is vital to our anti-Thargoid defences, has been largely suspended. While the superpowers investigate allegations of mismanagement and incompetence, as well as the circumstances surrounding the disappearance of the Alexandria. That ship vanished on the 3rd of June, with 400,007 tons of Guardian artefacts on board, a catastrophic and tragic loss for the Aegis research effort. Professor Albert Tezru resigned as head of research shortly before the announcement of the inquiry, after nearly four years of service at Aegis. 
It is not clear whether she's also resigned her post at the Achenar Research Council. It seems likely that the renewed level of scrutiny on Aegis may be partly connected to the rise of Salvation as an alternative rallying point for anti-Xena research. Salvation was dramatically more effective in rallying support for their research effort than was Aegis following the discovery of the Proteus and the ancient Guardian Thargoid battlefield not long after the loss of the Alexandria. There has been speculation that Salvation may be an ex-Aegis employee, and that they may be using resources and personnel taken without authority from that organization. It's nearly three weeks since the Scrivener clan Dredger abandoned its work dismantling the megaship Hesperus and jumped off in search of what is presumably a more worthwhile salvage opportunity. With a range of 500 light years, it could be in any one of thousands of star systems. Where could it have gone? What could the motivation to leave have been? It may be that the clan got word of some other ship or sight in the convoluted story of the Hesperus and the Adamaster, the so-called Azimuth Saga. They may at this very moment be plundering important archaeology and destroying, or more likely sucking into their data core, information about what happened following the first Thargoid and Guardian encounters 200 years ago. It's also possible that the Scriveners found out where the missing Aegis research megaship Alexandria is. The Guardian artefacts on board, a mixture of relics, orbs, caskets, tablets, urns and totems, have a market value in the region of 8 billion credits if sold onto the right markets, or far more if the right buyer, such as the embattled Aegis research, was willing to pay over the odds. If it is indeed the Alexandria, that the dredger went to find, then there are a lot of systems to search in the intersecting arcs of their rangers. The search for both ships continues. Security guards at Valer Visitor Complex are under investigation after a commander smuggled 16 huge guardian orbs past them and into the bar at the complex. Despite being scanned several times by perimeter staff, Commander Alec Turner was able to bring the orbs in from his ship using his SRV as a shuttle, and to roll the huge archaeological oddities right past the guards, apparently without attracting any suspicion. A spokesperson thanked Commander Turner for exposing weaknesses in the centre security cordon, and assured members of the public that they could feel perfectly safe in the Valar Visitor Complex and that rocket troops would soon be recruited to ensure that Commander Turner's SRV no longer feels welcome anywhere near the building. They are also researching the feasibility of adding additional defence turrets to discourage Commander Turner from landing anywhere in the vicinity. And in related news, Aegis Research has apparently contacted the visitor complex, offering to take the 16 orbs away for free. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We describe Alec Turner's adventures with balls so you don't have to.
The Red Planet Taxi Service have recently moved into the luxury liner market, and their flagship, Big Red Taxi, has been plying the space lanes in Wolf 25 for some weeks now. We join Trace and Chantal in the food prep area on board. All right, Chantal, do business class and you do luxury this time, all right, babe? Tea, coffee, coffee, tea, tea, coffee, coffee, tea, tea, coffee, tea, madam, friendly madam, enjoy your tea, madam, tea, coffee, coffee, tea. Oh, could I have an orange juice, please? Tea, coffee, coffee, tea. Oh, yes, but I'd like an orange juice if I could, please. Tea, coffee, coffee, tea. Oh, okay, uh, tea then, please. Tea, sir. Certainly, sir. Enjoy your tea, sir. Tea, coffee, coffee, tea. 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 Tea. Oh, you get all sorts here. Smells like it too. Mirth, horrible stains, marigolds. Oh, there you go. Donkey dick. It says here. Next. My dear man, cocks like an obese child. No, teabag. What? What? It's the 34th century. What's that? Patient. Nada. Sounds majestic because it is Michelle. This is beyond Dockers. Beyond Dockers, a mockumentary podcast available at bs-dockers.com. Also on iTunes. Store alert. In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your eyes. In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your eyes. A store alert, a store alert, a store alert, a store alert, a store I could murder a cup of tea. Yorkshire gold, if you have it. Double Yorkshire gold. <laughs> and if you don't have it, you're dead. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy.